Okay, hello and greetings everyone. Mike Cleveland with my wife Jody. Jody, thanks so much for doing another Testimony Tuesday with me today. Aren't these the most fun? We get to rejoice with our brothers and sisters who have experienced freedom in their lives through the power of the cross. And I just, my heart just leaps with joy just reading these testimonies and rejoicing with them. Yeah, mine does too. I, I think just now of Revelation twelve eleven that says they triumphed over him. And who's the him? It's the accuser, right. the, the evil accuser, one. the evil one that accuses people day and night before God. They triumphed over him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. Yes. And so this is one way in which people get to have victory over Satan is simply by sharing their testimony of the power of the Lamb, yes. the blood of the Lamb. Yes. Um, it's not through their own efforts or through the 12-step group or whatever they go to. It's specifically by the blood of the Lamb, meaning the death of Jesus in our place, his substitutionary sacrifice right. that made atonement for us. Right. Yes. So that's what the testimonies are about, the blood of the Lamb, and we get to read one today. And I'll, I'll read this here. This is from Manuel, Manuel, and he writes this. Many changes have taken place in my life during the purity boot camp and especially during the purity follow-up course. So he has studied with us now for 90 days yeah, at least. 90 lessons, right. Okay, mm -hmm. 90 lessons. All right, first, I gained a new, better, and deeper understanding of the gospel. Before this course, I always understood the gospel as a finite thing, me giving my life to Jesus, and then I'm on the safe side. But through the principles of washing at the cross, walking by the Spirit, and warring against the flesh, I learned that salvation and sanctification are ongoing so it's necessary to come daily to the cross to wash off the worldly dirt. As a result of this washing at the cross, I'm capable and willing to walk in joy with the Spirit and to crucify the demands of my flesh. Now, he's just getting started here. <laughs> but what do you think about this so far, Jody? I'm so excited because I can see that he really gets it. He really understood the concepts of washing at the cross and what that means to look and consider Jesus who endured such suffering for us, right? Um, and that breaks the power of sin in our lives. When, when, we are, when our minds are filled up with Christ and what he has done for us, and we, we realize that this is an ongoing thing. It's not something that happened 20 years ago. It happens daily. Daily, we are being saved, right? It's not that um, we've lost our salvation and we're getting a good end today, but it's every day we're believing and that is um, saving us or sanctifying us or continuing to cleanse us as we remember his work for us. Because when your mind is filled with what Christ has done for you, thought strongholds can't get a foot. Amen. The evil one can't get in there. That's the, right. The temptations of our flesh are, are squelched. It's like pouring water on a fire, right? Yes. Um, when we uh, take into our minds and our hearts the finished work of Jesus Christ and the ongoing work of the Spirit in our lives. And yeah, it's just so good. exciting, yeah. <laughs> 
So he says, this study brought me into a much deeper, intimate, and loving relationship with my wonderful Savior than ever before. So this is really what we're after, isn't it? Is to to have that relationship between Christ and ourselves be the most powerful, motivating, influencing relationship we have in this world. Um, That's really what Mary showed when she was sitting at the feet of Jesus that she chose the better part because when you are learning from him, when you are listening to and worshiping him, then everything else in life is put in its proper place. Absolutely. And so this is what has happened here with Manuel. He said, previously, I always tried to escape out of the grip of sexual sin by my own efforts. Um, I read books, counted days, kept a diary, feasted, meditated, tried by willpower, and more. I don't say that all these things are bad, but by none of these methods was I ultimately freed of this pestilence. <laughs> I, like, I like that word to use, yes. sexual immorality. Right. I could resist porn and self-gratification for a maximum of about two to three weeks between falls, and that is not freedom. Now, I remember I could go two to three weeks. Some, something about that two to three mark, you know, as you're trying on your own by your own strength and willpower. Something about that two to three week period. Right. You know, you can't seem to go beyond that. The devil lets your leash out for about two to three weeks and then he just reels you right back in. Right. And that's true of every, every sin struggle, right? I mean, whether it's maybe we're struggling with food or maybe we're struggling with um, our anger, you know, you hear people, I'm going to get a handle on my anger, you yeah. know, well, you might be able to do that for a couple of weeks, but then eventually something is going to tip the scale and you're going to go off again. And it's because you need a greater power. Something greater has to break that, um, life pattern, that life struggle that you're having. And the only thing greater is uh, Jesus Christ and his cross. Right. You know, 12-step groups teach that you need a higher power, right. but in their lack of defining it correctly, you are actually turning to a non-power. So they could say anything from a teddy bear to a teaspoon to a book to a whatever is a higher power, but that's not the blood of the lamb by which you overcome the the accuser of the brethren. Amen. There's, not- there's only one way, and that is according to Romans 6, that I died with Christ. Yes. And in that crucifixion and death, the power of sin is broken right. in my life. And then we're not saying that we stop sinning completely. What we're saying is the power of it's broken. The bondage of it is broken. We're saved not only from the penalty of our sins, but from the chains of our sins. Right, right. Who will deliver me from this body of death? Thanks be to God, Jesus Christ, my Lord, right? So, Amen. Yeah. He says, thank God that he brought me to this course and worked so powerfully in my heart and life. I learned that I am weak, fighting on my own, isolated from Christ. I'm wholly dependent on him and his fulfilled work on the cross. My thought, now this is what I love, Jody. Okay. My thoughts... My desires and character have changed completely. Right. Now look, this is where Jesus says, if the Son sets you free, you'll be free indeed. indeed. Yeah. Not just free from the actions. Right. Right. You can be free from the actions while you sit in prison. Right. 
but free from the thoughts. Right. How about freedom from the desires? Right. Now, not freedom from temptation. We're always going to have that. Sure. But freedom from the desires, from the yearning for sin. This is what happens at the cross. Right. He's got his new identity. Right? I'm going to read this sentence again. Okay. My thoughts, desires, and character have all changed completely. I no longer see myself as a sinner because Jesus paid the full price of all my past, present, and future transgressions. That's a powerful statement. It is. That's a man who has who who has been uh, captured by the cross. Yes. Now I see myself with a new identity, and the gospel set me free to live in it. Woo-hoo. And probably the most amazing thing he says is that I don't have to make any more effort. See, now he's resting, isn't he? Now he's resting. Because now it's no more me or my old nature who's living, but God's spirit in and through me. Human words are too limited to describe how wonderful this is. Don't you sense he's worshiping? (laughs) I do, and I'm right there with him. (laughs) Praise Jesus. I agree with him. Yeah, and now he gives credit to whom credit is due humanly. He says, I had Gabriel as a mentor and appreciated his help very much. Every morning I opened with joy his feedback in my mailbox, which gave me so much motivation. The last um, phrase he says is, I recommend this course with the utmost conviction because it is the first and only time I feel free after decades of suffering in sexual sin. The study is so cross-centered, which is needed to break and stay free from any thought or sin struggle. Right. He's right. I mean, (laughs) sign the man up. (laughs) He's got it. He understands. Yeah. Yeah. This This is is freedom through death. Yeah. This is freedom through a new identity. Yes. It's freedom through the understanding of Colossians chapter 3, that I died with Christ and my life is now hidden, hidden with Christ in God. Yeah. And when your life is hidden with Christ, then you are not surprise attacked. You are not um, defeated and trampled to the dust by your sin. You're not walking around in guilt and shame. Right. You have a new identity. All that died. Yes. It's a beautiful experience to go through. And our listeners, if you're listening right now, and you are struggling with sin. We all do. Right. But maybe you feel like you're in bondage. Maybe you feel like a captive. Mm -mm. Listen to Manuel's testimony. Listen, really listen to it. Hear what he said. Hear that he had a change of heart, thoughts, desires, motivations. Right. Hear that he had a new identity. Yes. You can too. You can. And we That happened to us. It happened to you and me. Yes, it did. And it still is happening daily. Jody, when I daily, like you and I were talking about on our walk this morning. Right. As I saw the cross again this morning. I know. It was like I saw it for the first time. I know. Like I experienced it anew. Mm -hmm. And this can happen every day as well. Right. What final thoughts do you have about Manuel's testimony? I just love it. I love it so much. I love how, you know, he's just a gospel preacher. That's what he's doing. He's saying, hey, I was in bondage. I was broken. I tried and tried and tried and tried and I uh, just failed every time. And and nobody nobody wants life like that. Nobody does. You talk to prisoners, all of them without exception usually want to get out of jail. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's it's not 
um, uh, uh, abnormal to feel that way, to want freedom. And he has grasped, he's laid hold of the freedom that he has in Jesus. And he's he's inviting everybody into it. Yes, come on in. There's room mm-hmm. for everybody. You know, for Jesus, there was no room at the end, right? There was no room for him as our baby coming into, as a baby coming into this world, as a, a born to die, right? There was no room for him. And he was crucified because there was no room for him. He was not accepted. But he died on the cross and he rose again victorious and made room for all of us. We are mm. welcome. There is never going to be a closed door in our face mm. when we come to him and say, I need help. Set me free, Jesus. Mm. And he will say, yes, I have it for you. And that's what I want to say to all our listeners. Come on in. Jesus is waiting. He has freedom for you. You can wash at the cross and walk by the Spirit and have freedom to say no to the flesh and yes to the gospel. I love what you said there. For Jesus, there was no room. But Jesus says, I'm going to prepare a place for you. And he means he's going to the cross. Yes. And then he's going to heaven. He's He went ahead of us. He who had no no there was no room for him yes has made room for us right my father's house are many rooms right all the rooms (laughs) so much room thank you for doing this with me uh, jody i love sharing these testimony tuesdays with you amen